It's Thursday, October the 6th, and you're tuned in to the TNB Podcast. I'm Vince. I'm Anthony. And this is the Geek Chic Culture Show. We talk about all the cool things in the whole wide world. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you're all excited. I know you are. I told you all I'd talk about Overwatch this week, but... But... I'm just messing. I'm going to talk a whole lot of Overwatch. <laughs> I checked this out week. the menu, baby. <laughs> oh man, I did more than that. I got in and I played so much. But we'll get there because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff here we got to go through before we get to the good. So let's start with our picks of the week. I'm going to kick it off with Nintendo because Nintendo had honestly they probably had the biggest announcements this week. Did they? I think they did. They showed off 14 minutes. Of chonky Pokemon gameplay. True. Of Le Chonk. There, there's a lot of chonky crabs in there. Some chonky squirrels. This game continues to look better and better. Are you going to play it, though? Does it matter <laughs> if I play it or not? Yes. What if I buy it? Then I've shown my support. You, then you should play it. No. At this point, if I buy it, that means I support the changes that they've made, and I want to support that, the, ga- the, you the game. You You're right, but you should also play it. No. I'm going to keep it sealed. You're crazy. Goddamn. And I'm just going to leave it. Are you going to get the dual pack sealed so you can there's maximize a, your value? A dual pack? There's always dual packs now. No Re- way. It's two games in one package. Really? Yeah. Not one cart. Then there's no point. But you get an exclusive... Slip no, cover, no, 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 no. dude. Exclusive box. What makes you think I'm buying a physical edition of this game? Why wouldn't you? Because it's faster for me to download it. No, I'll just go to the store. It's faster. It it's faster for me to you, download you, it. You work in a shopping megaplex. Just go pick it up. It's still faster for me to download it. Oh, damn. By the time I clear security clearances to get out of my building, go down to the store and pick it up. Yeah. T- it's already on my Switch. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine to download it. I no, know. Leave your Switch at home. All right. Why? Then what's the point of buying it? Oh, my God. Anyways, they showed off a lot of cool stuff. Battles look intense. Turns out you don't have to actually battle half the time. Yeah. You just throw out your Pokemon, and he just wrecks shit in the wild, auto-level up. Oh, I can't. That looks so exciting. Did you ever get to the point in Persona 5 where if a, an enemy was a certain level below you, it would just insta-kill them yep. before you even got into the battle? Mm-hmm. That's what that. They just took that. Yeah. That's crazy. It's good. And just you don't have to fight wild Pokemon anymore. I like it. Right. It's great. Because they have it in Arceus. Only in Arceus, you also level up for catching Pokemon. Don't you? Haven't they had that for a while? No. If you catch it, you lose the experience. Huh, I swore they had that in Sun and Moon, but I can't tell. I can't remember. Oh, well. No. no. So, no. Uh, they, it shows off the game. has like three main themes or stories like one of them is the classic victory road get your badges go become mm-hmm. the leader the other one is fight three schools like yeah or clubs i don't know what they're called where you basically show up knock on their door and raid their asses until the boss comes out that's kind of crazy and then the last one is you're like an adventurer and you're looking for the titan pokemon mm-hmm. which all seems cool it was only a sliver of content but i feel like this is a, a pokemon game where They've really thought about how they would finally evolve this formula. Mm-hmm. And it's looking exciting. Like the fact that you can take selfies now. That's game changing. Couldn't take selfies in the previous one. I'm digging it. Right. I'm really into right. it. The other one was Mario. The Mario movie? Yeah. I, just, I got no words. That Oh, because you, you're excited. It's so... You're excited. It's so weird. That, it's so weird. What do, this, is, this is your dream. Video games taking the main stage. That, listen, that already happened, okay? The Rock, the biggest movie star of them all, uh-huh. was in Doom. All right? 
Yeah, but now arguably the biggest video game character is on the big screens. Yeah, and not voiced by The Rock. Right. You're right. Voiced <laughs> by someone even better. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. This trailer is good. It's so it's good. It's so weird. But it's so good. It's It feels like every other children's movie. Like all of the story beats, all of the jokes, like they're very the same, I guess, as like every other children's trailer I've seen ever. Yes. And I guess like, yeah, for that audience, that works out. So maybe this has like a better chance of being good because it just follows like a very typical formula. Well, duh, because video games are for children. True. And that's exactly True. what this is uh, marketed towards. And that's why we're children. Yeah. Yeah. I gu- yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't. Hearing Chris Pratt as Mario is so fucking weird. But it's also good. It's no. It's. I just. I, ha- I just want you to know. I cannot make a value judgment because there was not enough voice lines okay well how about jack black as bowser that was pretty good all right there you go that's pretty good i'm telling you chris pratt's gonna be great and just know from here on out chris pratt will be mario a whole generation wait like the video game mario yeah no like a whole generation no. will associate no mario i can't no with no! chris pratt i can't and you no! will be the boomer in the corner being like you made him mario he just said mario and we but now it's Chris Pratt. Dude, I can be witty. He can't. If Odyssey 2 has Chris Pratt voicing Mario, I'm going to lose my mind. It will. I can't. I'm not going to buy it. I can't, I can't wait it. for the next Mario Party featuring Chris Pratt. <sighs> Chris Pratt and friends. Oh Do you think like God. in like the Mario Tennis next one, it's going to be like classic Mario, and then it's going to be movie Mario? No, but Chris it's going to be new Mario. Mario. Oh, my God. New, new Super Mario. Chris Pratt, baby. Chris Pratt edition. He's getting ready to take over the world. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like a kid's movie. but it look, I think it looks really pretty. I it think does. it looks very beautiful. I cannot wait for the eventual crossover with the Sonic movie. That'd be cool. That's that's the dream. That is the dream. And they're at the Olympics? No. That's, that's a little <laughs> too on the nose. That one's a little too on the nose. All right. They, they got to be playing Xbox or something. Oh, God. Um, The next movie trailer I want to talk about is... I think this is the final trailer before its actual release date. Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. They shot off a couple of new things here, but m- namely, Black Panther is a girl. Like there is no question about it now. That's a chick. But who? That you're right. That's still a mystery. I don't know, but it's a girl. Because there's some other giant robot in there, and I assume that's going to be one other character. It's Ironheart. Yeah, the science lady. I assume uh, that's her. Uh, not, not what's his face's sister. Is it not? No. I assume that Ironheart, like, the, the Wakandan else. Tony Stark equivalent is going to no, be Ironheart. Ironheart is someone else. Oh, okay. Ironheart mm-hmm. is someone else. The The suit might be made by Shuri. Fair. But Shuri also might just be Black Panther. True. Then again, it could be the other chick, the number one bodyguard. Oh, that makes sense too. Right? I think she probably would make the most sense. The Some of the, like, the suit things that they hint at is pretty cool. Like when the Black Panther jumps down from like 70 stories in the air. And then lands, and there's like this like anti grav like wow around the suit and stuff. That's not anti grav, or what? It like dampens the the landing, I guess. But it's pretty cool. Do you forget Black Panther? What I his do. suit does? One hundred percent. He absorbs every force. Oh, he's got kinetic energy, and then he can like shoot it back at That's you. Cool. So any force he takes from that fall gets absorbed into the suit, That's and then blasts it back out for like uh, okay. the equivalent. Okay. Um, I think the biggest news: Namor can fly. That was Namor. Yeah, he was flying. Yeah, he had like wings on his ankles. Yeah, what? 
You get like Icarus booths. What's yeah, I I thought that was the weirdest thing. Are they going to start introducing the gods into the Marvel universe with this thing? Maybe they already have. Thor exists. No, but like here's more like than just. You haven't seen Love and Thunder. I haven't. They introduced all the gods. <gasps> okay. Like okay. Zeus. Is he there? He's chilling. Dude, he's in there. Okay. So is his famous son. Herc Herc Hercules. 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 Um, what was that movie? The that Nutty Professor. From? Nutty Professor. That was the one. And Eddie Murphy played like seventeen different people. Yeah, with like four different fat suits. Yeah, yeah. That was a good movie. I didn't. I didn't realize that was him until I was like way older. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever. I've seen the trailers and I knew it was him, but I don't know if I've seen, seen the movie. I don't know if I've seen anything past the first one. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, that's Wakanda Forever. Looks pretty good. Looks pretty cool. Uh, and then we got some video game trailers. First up, Modern Warfare 2's launch trailer. How you feel about Call of Duty? I thought this was a movie. When they first showed this, I thought this was like Call yeah. of Duty's making the Resident Evil style 3D movies, and then it just went straight into gameplay. I'm like, <laughs> God damn, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's video games, my man. That's we're there. Video games. Sometimes I forget, like, we're so... How can I say this? I think that a lot of the video game-centric news now is centers so much around, like, indie development or, like, mobile stuff that yeah. you forget that the AAA shit is still, like beyond yeah. yeah like they are so far beyond what is available to what you normally see people playing on like twitch nowadays mm-hmm. um which is crazy because like yeah this game looks nutty um that's it it's not as nutty as the next game need for speed unbound this looks this was actually like a triple a game that I was like excited about yeah so this is a racing game and it looks like need for speed has completely just decided like okay we know what we are mm-hmm. we're not gonna try and play in the realm of real cars and shit and they went like anime cell shading oh, it uh, looks it so looks kind of cool, wicked dude it does it, it's like auto modelist a light yeah um comes out this year i'm looking at pictures of auto modelist right now this game looks so cool it, yeah it looked cool this oh, game still looks good oh my god so hard to play the game's actually unbeatable no one's ever beat it i wonder if i could beat it now i, I don't if, know was that was that game peer-to-peer servers Automodelista? Yeah, because I had online play. I have no idea. I wonder if I could run an Automodelista server. Why would you want to? Why not? Fair. Fair <laughs> Can't stop you, I guess. <laughs> All right. But yeah, no, Need for Speed Unbound, December 2nd. It's coming out. Yeah, it's it's a cool looking game. Who was the rapper? Is that ASAP Rocky? I was going to say, it, it looked like ASAP Rocky. ASAP? Okay. So it, it was, I didn't, you know, didn't want to assume. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was but him. It was either that or they modeled it off of him, and it's just they modeled ASAP Rock. It was hard to tell. He was animeified, yeah. so I don't know. Uh, the game looks wicked, though. With the yeah, the the fact that they're going so bonkers now with like the customization and the cell shading, like makes certain things pop, like the tape over the headlights, and like that one car was like the two tone. Um, yeah, all the drift dust is like two D. Yeah, uh, animation looking. It's it looks real good. It looks it's, real. It's nice. kind of wild. And if they can, even if they just keep the same like need for speed gameplay like yeah. it's pretty arcadey already i don't think they'll go all the way to like a like a midnight club style no. where it's like here's a power up baby shockwave no. no yeah it looks it looks it looks exciting it looks very good and then lastly monster hunter oh wait oh wait <laughs> i mean wild hearts this had a seven minute gameplay trailer and wild hearts man if it didn't look a little like monster hunter already it is 100% Monster Hunter now. Yeah. Only way crazier, I would say. 
the the building mechanic that they have implied seems like it offers you a lot of different options. Yeah, there's like different ways you you can like build different uh, buildings, but if you build certain buildings like close together, it'll create something else. So the guy put up like two of the wall yeah. buildings, and then it created like a gate that like shot back an attack at the the monster. Um, the dude would build like the the flying thing, but then hold it and build it longer. I guess like charge up the building, and it became something else. Yeah, um, you could. Built, put like bombs and then transfer that with like your weapons to blow it up early and do all this kinds of crazy stuff. It looks really interesting. Yeah. It seems like all the weapons have some sort of transformation phase. Yep. Not necessarily like the switch axe or the charge blade. Yeah. But it's more like we completely change into a different use case. The Tonfa's turned into like a shuriken. Yeah. The sword has the chain sword. Yeah. The umbrella does something. I don't know. I think the, the umbrella is a different type of sword. I okay. don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then you could interact with your teammates building items. Like you could climb their walls or mm-hmm. whatnot or use their I think they got the umbrella had the it's like the helicopter flight thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could break parts off of these monsters, stun, they had elemental effects. Uh and I think I wanna say that this trailer confirms that hunts are a three party scenario. Yeah, there was no player four. I yeah. guess like they would show off player four if it showed up. But. Mm-hmm. And all the tra- game trailers so far have three people running. Mm-hmm. So I can only assume that's what it means. Game looks really, really um, vibrant. Yeah. A lot of the locales, they're crazy vivid. Like someone just took the vivid slider and cranked it to 11, which in this type of scenario where everything's like high fantasy, yeah. the check out the, like the sakura petals falling from the sky as you yeah, it fight does on have this a, lush green grass it has like a ghost of tsushima aesthetic only way more uh like exaggerated yeah and an imaginary almost yeah. like yeah like a fantasy storybook when that boar like starts creating roots and yeah. stuff and it's very like like a fairy tale like miyazaki i guess yeah i would say yeah. that sure looks cool it looks honestly monster hunter needs another uh competitor to keep them on it does because i think they had on the psp they had like tokiden for a while Mm. and then that just kind of died off and then nobody made monster hunter style games until that indie studio released that one on Mm. epic oh that's Um, right but like that game had no um legs yeah but that game sucked so listen it was all right (laughs) it was all right So hopefully some some big guns coming in. Koei yeah, Tecmo it is nice NBA. to see this because it looks like they are putting like 110% into this to hope to make a dent into the Monster Hunter crowd. Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy how big that market has become. Like if you look at world sales numbers and Iceborne sales numbers, they're they're bonkers. They're crazy. Like multi-million no, sales. No, it's true. And like one of the things about Monster Hunter is like their, um, I would say, how, how can I describe their evolution or like the way in which that they have evolved their game moves at such a glacial pace mm-hmm. because they have no reason to. Yeah. Right? Like this game actually looks like it's trying to it's aping it's clearly aping that, that genre of game, but it's trying to add changes to it that I don't know, make it seem more attractive, we'll yeah, say. It's it seems more action heavy. Yeah. Whereas like Monster Hunter, for as much as Rise is so bonkers, it is still very methodical. Right? It's methodical, yeah. Right? I wait for the Tigrex to turn around two times. I crank him with the level three with the great sword. Yeah, and all this stuff. But this one, it, it it seems like they're trying to make it a more like fluid environment, going from attack to build to run away to whatever. Yeah, and they do make it clear, like the the if the player in this game 
goes down immediately. I think they I think they just did that for Probably, dramatic effect but I to hope, bring in player two. I hope it is, you know. Hard mode? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, like, not hard mode, but I want it to be uh, – I want you to, like – you have to take these things seriously. Like, like yes, it's easy if you know if you're in the zone, mm-hmm. but the minute you decide to distract yourself, you're out. And I do think that's something that Rise was missing. And I think we've talked about it before when the game came out where we're just, like, as veterans – we just mowed through this game. Yeah. It, it was so easy. Like, you could get to the end game in, like, under a week. Mm. But, like, that level of challenge is, is kind of needed for that these kind of games. Right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Wild Hearts comes out February. Uh, yeah, from here on out, there's there's a good list of games to look forward to mm-hmm. um, in the near future. We're getting back into it. Yeah, it's nice. Like, it's c- coming through... The holiday season, and it's gonna it looks like it's gonna stick around until March at least in terms of for games, right? Because I think next up, like Modern Warfare is like in two weeks, Ooh. and then it's I guess Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, the Need for Speed. Need for Speed. Wild Heart. Wait, did Madden come out? I think already. That's usually okay. Yeah, because that's the that's the jumping off point, right? Yeah. Is like Madden comes out, Madden's and then everybody like... every starts starts releasing their stuff. I'm pretty sure Madden is like the end of August, beginning yeah. of September. Yeah. <laughs> um. <coughs> Sorry, after, between Pokemon and Modern Warfare is God of War. Oh yes, yeah. So like that's like another big one. So, but but there's a lot of games coming out. Is what Did I'm the to Last say. of Us remake remake come out? That came out. Yeah, that's out now. That's okay, out. yeah. There's that's a bunch out. of good games coming out. Yeah, I, I want to say there's something else in January that that's left my mind. But... Well, I don't know when that game comes out. Actually, actually, you probably maybe you're right. Might that, be that, that could be January. Whoa, long. Whoa, woo, long. Whoa, long. Oh, yeah. early. 2023 no release date oh okay year. well what are you gonna do anyways that was it from my picks okay i got some stuff if you you probably don't remember but way 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 back in the year pre-pandemic 2018 i had covered a story because uh, there was a bunch of like artist lawsuits in the news okay and in 2018 Catherine alexander filed a lawsuit against Take Two's WWE 2K line of games because they reproduced r- her tattoo, which is Randy on Randy Orton, without her permission. And okay. there was a there is a a big like I guess artistic property right about if you get a tattoo and it's on your body, do you own that tattoo, or does the artist who drew that tattoo own the copyrights? to the tattoo on your body okay and there's a very interesting like gray area case because if you want to accurately portray some of these wrestlers they have a lot of tattoos so you'd want to do that right uh originally she had been offered 450 dollars for the right of the tattoo which she turned down um which i think the, the wwe contacted her itself and was like we'll give you 400 dollars for the right to randy orton's tattoo Hmm. so we can use it in other stuff she said no and then when 2k put it in the game they argued that it was considered fair use because they were used for the purposes of recreating randy orton rather than express it like only recreating her tattoo yeah right and so the the judge uh rejected this argument it came out in detroit it took this long um but the jury had decided that Alexander was entitled to just under $4,000 in terms of uh, monetary compensation. And that is strictly because that none of the game's profits came as a direct result of Randy Orton's tattoo being in the game. So they awarded her the, the 
like I guess what would be fair compensation for use. Okay. But this kind of sets a, a pretty interesting precedent going forward when recreating celebrities yeah, in that's video games. Kind of wild, right? So we'll we'll see how this changes going forward. Like if later 2K games aren't just going to pay for tattoos every year. Yeah. Note and... to self: Don't get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it, it's kind of crazy, and and this also changes things for like yeah, if you're if you're a celebrity and you have a tattoo yeah like do i have to pay royalties to my artist to your artist every time you're in a movie or something or do they have to digitally take out your tattoo every single time do you have to buy out the rights the tattoo on top of paying for the yeah i know like if i go for a photo shoot at vanity fair and like one of them is my tattoo like what okay it's 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 a pretty interesting legal precedent set in the states so i thought that was a an interesting close to that story yeah. So you, you can read read that on, uh, I think most of the gaming websites have it. All right. Um, Weird. We talked about the Mario movie, which is crazy. Um, oh, pla- uh, Video Game Chronicles had two very interesting interviews with some Japanese developers. So the first one was with the Platinum CEO mm-hmm. talking about Babylon's fall. Oh, why? What's there to talk about? Uh, he, broke his, he finally broke his silence in this interview, uh, Atsushi Inaba. And he was, he's the one, as I said, like in previous weeks and previous months, where he wants to take Platinum from making the, the one-off eight-hour, nine-hour experience into making games as a service type games. I'm, I'm all for it. And he dropped the ball on this. I think the first word he said is, we are extremely sorry. Well, too bad. Uh, due to some, I guess, contracts maybe, there's some uh, publishing arrangements. It prevented him from commenting in detail about why babylon's fall failed uh-huh. but as the the story goes through it really sounds like there was um some push and pull between the publisher and the developer and platinum he he kind of makes it out to seem like platinum wasn't able to make the kind of game they wanted uh and, and it, it in kind of a way that's like we wanted to spend more time on the gameplay portion and less time on the monetization portion but the publisher wanted the opposite the publisher was square uh i think so yeah yeah so take that as you will uh there's definitely some very carefully worded things going on here to to make sure to not step on any toes professionally Uh, but this is a very interesting interview into kind of what goes on behind the scenes when creating games and that's on a video game chronicles video games chronicle.com yeah i mean it sucks but oh well made a shitty game yeah you made you made a you made a dog shit game and what are you gonna do about it i guess yeah uh but on the other side, they had a very oh. interesting interview with Team Ninja. Oh, Team Ninja. For uh, Wolong and that, was it Rise of the Ronin was yeah. more recently announced? Yeah. Um, and they have this really great conversation about uh, Maso Core games, how like punishingly difficult games that you kind of have to like bang your head to get through. Yeah. Um, have become so popular. For some reason, yeah. Yeah, for some reason. And what this changes in terms of what kind of game they're creating and how mm-hmm. the Soulsborne experiences changes the way that they think about character action. Super, super interesting. Really great interview. Uh, the title of the of the article is Team Ninja on Wolong Ninja, and Ninja Gaiden's Future and More. Uh, the one interesting thing for me is that they said, we would love to develop a new, uh, or at least publish a new Ninja Gaiden game but no one's like kind of come forward with any like great ideas or reasons to Make reignite it? the franchise. Yeah. Fair so, enough. So this kind of shows that like 
Rise of the Ronin probably won't be like a spiritual successor to Ninja Gaiden, even though they're just using a bunch of assets from that game in the first trailer, uh-huh. um, which is a little disappointing. But maybe I don't know. Eh? In the future, someone um, got an idea. It's a lot of money to make a new game. <laughs> now, now is not the time for ninjas, dude. What? Now is what not the talking time for about. It's not the time for ninjas. Okay. It's not. It's not the ninja era. What? What is it like? Fifteen years between. It's been more than that. When I did Razor's Edge come out? I was on the Wii U. That's like 10. Yeah. Okay, we're almost there. It's not the time for ninjas. 2025. We'll get some ninjas. We'll see. Oh, that was a fantastic interview, so I just wanted to shut that out. You guys can go check that out on also on Video Games Chronicle. Yeah. Um, And then we got to talk about, before we get into your week, Yeah. we have to talk about Blizzard. We have to talk about Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Overwatch 2 released, what, yesterday? Two days ago? Uh, as of this recording? Yeah, two days ago. Tuesday. Two days ago. Tuesday. And they were hit with some less than stellar uh, cues in the in the in the lobbies of Overwatch Two uh, purchasers, I guess, or players. Yeah. Where they would have upwards of like forty thousand people. Yeah. Uh, waiting mm-hmm. just to, to try and get in hours and hours. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Overwatch got hit by a massive DDoS attack on launchly. They sure did. <laughs> uh, this had the internet just like going like how do you guys just get attacked on day one like your cybersecurity should be up and shit um donkey made a pretty funny video on yep. like a faux review on the the loading screen which is pretty good mm-hmm. a lot of memes coming out about it yeah um but i i am kind of surprised that they were that vulnerable on such an important launch day i guess like hackers gonna hack but you kind of would expect a company of this size to have the walls up a little bit higher um, I don't know. Like on one hand, yes, but if someone wants to rob your house, they're gonna rob your house, True. right? Like yeah. we we know that. Like you can lock, lock the door, yeah. they'll smash the window, you right? Know, yeah. At the same time, all it shows is that Overwatch is still as popular, at like or at least way more popular than everyone thought it was. Because mm-hmm. like the amount like that Overwatch in general has just covered everything. Yeah, is kind of. I'm kind of surprised by it. I thought, like, yeah, it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't realize it was... So many people were going to come back. Like, people yeah. were ready and waiting yeah. for this shit. Like, myself included, obviously. So, yeah, like, I'm not super surprised. Because then I th- think about every previous huge online game release. They're always like this. Call of Duty gets this every fucking year. True. Right? True. Like, it's not... Their servers get slammed. But usually it's not to, like, outside hacking, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like... That's how it is. And the first week is always a nightmare for every True. Apex had it. Dude, that, trying, to, yeah. trying to log into Final Fantasy on a new expansion release? God damn. They took the game offline. I know. Right? Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> they stopped selling that game. Sure like, that, did, yeah. that, like, like, I think right now at the moment, um, Blizzard has, they're putting in their patches now. Like, it's mm-hmm. been down for an hour as of right now. And then it's going down for three hours in 10 minutes. Okay for maintenance and server updates and whatnot. So, yeah, it sucks, you know, especially now that they've moved to free-to-play and they have the Battle Pass season and it's mm-hmm. like you can't play. There's, I'm sure someone will argue that, oh, you should get, I don't know, refunded or something. Well, yeah, so that's the thing. They're going to start looking into, like, just downtime. Yeah. Yo, we're sorry. Maybe that's just going to give you, like, an EXP boost for a while. Yeah. Or they'll give you, like, the first couple levels of a Battle Pass for free. I don't know what's going to happen there. Sure. Uh, but they are looking into that. But the hits don't stop coming. Because apparently they have a new um, security 
They do. Feature. So if you uh, want to play Overwatch 2, mm-hmm. it is required for you to have a phone number attached to your Battle.net account. Yeah, you do. Um, and they got kind of got flack for this because they said that you cannot use prepaid phones numbers yeah. and yeah. or VoIP phone numbers. Yeah. And so a lot of people online, they hit them with the emotional appeal of like, I have never been made to feel too poor to play a video game. Like that, yeah. I just, I don't buy that. <laughs> like I zero, like I understand the idea of, you know, putting in a phone number maybe is a step too far. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like look at the like look at the world we're in now, mm-hmm. right? Like we are so connected. Yeah. Like I, I don't see this as an outlier. I see this as this is probably going to be more the norm mm-hmm. as we move forward. Maybe like the first person to do it's obviously going to take the hit. Maybe this wasn't the time. As for the whole, God, I've never felt so poor. I'm like shut the fuck up. Damn, you yeah. heard your first, Vince. Yeah. Part of the bourgeoisie. Because it's like, I seen your PC. You're running this shit at like 240 frames. What do you mean you're too poor? That's, that's the only way you could do it. Now, the he other. sell his phone. The other argument I hear is, but it's not about being poor. It's about, I just don't want to commit to a contract. Or like, yeah. I want, I like, why am I being punished for the way I want to pay for my phone? Yep. And it's like, okay, fair enough. I, 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 I that I can understand. But I mean, like I don't know, and this probably is more just a personal choice, mm-hmm. but I I really don't see the difference between pay as you go versus prepaid, other than like one you pay upfront, the other one you pay at the end of a, of a term. Well, okay, let me paint you a picture. Yeah, you're a drug dealer. Yes. All right, well, <laughs> and you yes. got to ditch your phone after yeah. a high ah. deal. All right, <laughs> you chuck that shit in the river. <laughs> okay, well. Because with that argument, I'm like, okay, so you're vocal, like you're just, it's just a really vocal minority. It probably, well, most things, I feel like most things on the internet are now, what's the, what's that meme going around where it's like in the 1950s, you tell your friends that you want to fuck a toaster and they call you an idiot. And then, and then uh, 2022, you you go online, say you want to fuck a toaster and you find a community of 5,000 other people who tell you it's okay to fuck toasters and you ruin your life so yeah <laughs> there's there's other there's other like examples i saw for this too where it's um oh i don't want to be tied to a contract because yeah pay, pay I, well i i can accept yeah. that because i am yeah. also not tied to a yeah. contract yeah phone bills are so expensive i'm like shut up just, <laughs> stop just, being poor no that's not it it's just put in some effort why are you like phone phone contracts and they don't even have to be contracts they don't right and a lot of the, it's like we're weird in one of the worst places in the world yeah. for phone contracts, right? And if, like, you can swing it here. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, yes. Maybe. I don't know. See, because here's the other thing. Someone says, I don't want to be tied to a contract. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. I'm like, okay, fine. Fair enough. What about the internet you're paying for? Is that not the same argument? Like, you're you're paying for that. Yeah. I, I, I guess I would say that just because. And if you have internet, yeah. guess what? You need a phone number. Yeah. Right? So. The only thing I think I have sympathy for are children, mm-hmm. like under eighteen, and they don't have phones. Now you really are poor, and your parents can't give you a phone. Yeah, yeah. And like that—that's the people I feel for, because mm-hmm. like they literally like. But then that—that sounds like like pull your pants up, kid, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eight? I did it. Coal mines, you kid. Can do it. <laughs> no. yeah, it, it. I think so because of this like really swift backlash yeah. with this. They have taken off the requirement. They have for they the have. prepaid. I still don't think you can use VoIP phone numbers. I don't think, um, yeah, yeah, you, you can't, no, no. Yeah, so I still don't think you can use VoIP, but you can use prepaid now. Yeah, the reason you can't use VoIP is because you could spoof that. 
Hell like yeah. so easily. Hell yeah, dude. And the whole and just for context, the reason they want this is because they want to create a a less toxic community. E- no, like with the idea of being if yeah. we can. Like if, if the if the prepaid phone plan thing is like bullshit on the consumer end, yeah. The Lex toxic community is bullshit on the developer yeah. end because like you just you just want that data. You know, in that EULA, there's definitely like, oh, you gave us the data, sick. We're gonna use it for other games. We're gonna right. sell it. We're gonna do whatever right. the fuck we want right. with it. Right. And yeah, if you don't if you don't want to play the game, fuck off. Right. Yeah. Make no mistake, it's still not as intrusive as Valorant. Yeah, that's why I still don't play Valorant. But and. You don't hear anybody complain about Valorant right now. I compl- I complain about Valorant all the time. It comes up. I mean that the community's still in that like that community's still growing. You're in. So wrong. Like it's a lot of the stuff is obviously just launch day oh. controversies. If League introduces the Valorant anti cheat, you're out. I would quit League. Oh wow, that's never happening. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, please, please introduce it to League. Yeah, yeah. Overwatch launch day issues. I don't think I'm surprised. Yeah. To be honest, I'm amazed i've been able to play at least one match at least 10 hours so why don't you tell me about those 10 hours dude overwatch 2 <laughs> is so overwatch how overwatch it's is the it? most overwatch all right so yeah the first day i i um i actually didn't get to play till like later in night so the game had been out i think six hours at this point logging in yeah mm-hmm. there was like a you had to wait a bit i think i left my login screen on for like 10 minutes and then i got in but at so far it's been a pretty smooth experience um yesterday and today i did the same thing i just put the i just logged in and waited like 10 15 minutes and then eventually i got in and once you're in i found it would be fa- fine I've, I've seen people get kicked out or whatnot i haven't had that issue mm-hmm. uh it's been pretty smooth sailing for me as for the game i think the big question everyone wants to know is like is this worthy of the designation two? Um, and, and the answer is no, kinda, but not really. Honestly, when I was watching some of our friends play it on, yeah. on discord the other day, yeah. it really like, I guess visually I was like, this is overwatch one still. So visually it actually looks better. I, I can't, maybe it's just cause I can't tell watching it through a stream through discord. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we watched some maps. I was just like, yep. Yeah. No, like it's overwatch. It definitely, <laughs> it's definitely not mind-blowingly okay upgraded but it's it is better visually and its sound is better uh better but also i can tell because it uses double the ram in my graphics card hell yeah and i can tell my temperatures are higher than normal i'm like oh this is well winter's coming up heat up your room kid damn okay maybe i do need a new gpu (laughs) (laughs) um there's that like on the surface it looks like it's the same game Mm -hmm. but i would say the change to 5v5 and the reduction of basically all cc except for the t- like the tank literally has all the cc power now yeah because you're only running one now right yeah and there's almost no shields nice like because you're reinhardt because yeah because overwatch turned into the shield meta like who had more shields more mm-hmm. shields wins and it became very long and drawn out so i think that by changing those factors and bringing it down to 5v5 it's definitely not overwatch one it doesn't f- it almost feels the same game but it's it's different enough where I'd be like, okay, I see why this is more than just quote unquote a patch or mm-hmm. just an update. Mm-hmm. That said, I don't know if it's so far different that I would give it the full number two. Um, you could argue it's free to play, so the whole model's changed, so blah, 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 whatever. I I don't know. I don't know if like you changing a business model should be the reason you make it a sequel. That's yeah. really weird. I think I think we have to remember like this game technically 
is still not out, right? Is this just early access? This kids? is early okay. access. Like it, that's how it's classified. Overwatch Two isn't out until their PVE portion comes out, which is whenever they say, yeah, sometime next year, early next year. Which is so this can't be nominated for Game of the Year this year, was what you're telling me because uh, it's not out. Fortunately, not. Hell yeah. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> I'm count on you, audience. <laughs> um, the one major change to this game is it's far more skill-based. Mm-hmm. It feels like it was it was um, guided by the visions of wanting to be a real esports title, mm-hmm. and because of that, yeah. Putting your crossovers over a head and hitting fire means way more now hmm. compared to before where it was you're here to manage your hero's abilities and your effectiveness as a team is what mattered more than actually your skill as an individual. Okay. Don't get me wrong. A well-coordinated team will still rock you. But if you really think you're that good and you're a DPS character who's or whatever, you probably couldn't get a, You can get away with it. Like you can get away with right. just being, I'm a solo carry these bitches. And, like, it happens all the time. There'll just be, like, a one guy on the enemy team. It's like, okay, they're clearly a rank above. So I was going to say, the the one thing with, like, team FPSs, especially in Valorant yeah. or, or uh, Counter-Strike, is that if someone gets on your team or the other team and they're just absolutely cracked, yeah. you're fucked, yeah. right? Because you just got the Terminator on one side. Yeah, we. But yeah. in this game, like you said before, it was the shield meta. There's a yeah. lot of healing, support, yeah, like, a lot of ways to negate DPS. Like, in but Overwatch One, like for, I'll give you an example. Yeah, Genji could just go on to town on you, but you had so many ways to stop him. Like yeah. you had the shield bash from Brigida, uh, Ana could sleep him, mm-hmm. McCree could bang him. Yep, right, and like instantly he's out of his ultimate. You don't have that here, yes. so that Genji couldn't just go to town on you. So, so the thing I want to know is like, how many times have you run into like? Maybe not this specific example, but like an example like it where it's like just some cracked fucking Widowmaker is just like zip lining and like airhead shotting kids and then Okay. Yeah, at the moment not too too much. There have been times where it literally is a Genji. Okay. And he's just smart cuz I play support mm-hmm. and he just backlines and he finds me. He's like, like <laughs> Yeah, and like You're the threat. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, I can't stop him." Like I literally can't stop him. <laughs> if I miss my sleep dart, it's over. I'm done. Yeah. Like I don't I shouldn't even bother. Um but I think what's great is that every hero feels fun and viable okay. because it's still early. Like, there mm-hmm. is no meta. Um, yeah, I've been playing just all roles and just queuing up for whatever. So far, I do really love playing tank. Um, Diva's a nightmare to deal with now. She's insane. Like, she's classified as a tank now, right? She's a tank. Okay. She's always been a tank. But okay. she's a nightmare to deal with. Because you know how before you had the off tank and the main tank? Yep. And now you have to be both? Mm-hmm. So she's the tank with the most mobility she well yeah she does have like the fucking deletion shield she has the deletion shield right yeah. and she's one of the few tanks who can actually tank it's her and reinhardt and uh winston right what about orissa orissa doesn't have a shield anymore but she's got the the fortify right yeah for herself oh okay fair enough she can't save a teammate but a fortify's just stand behind her i mean i guess sure Get some of that robot booty you know what i'm saying there you could but yeah no so i've been having a lot of fun time playing with diva i have the the edm skin mm-hmm 
where all her attacks have have modified sounds yeah they wub nice if you have your base like you launch that diva bomb it's just i'm dropping the base and it's just (laughs) it goes in it's so sick like a lot of the cosmetics and all the extras are so cool Mm -hmm. they've they've definitely taken a page out of all the competitors battle pass and be like well what do people like to collect yeah so now wild shit yeah you now have charms for your guns right you have uh items you could put into the field yeah, it's just it's got that Blizzard level of polish that I really was hoping to see from Gundam, mm-hmm. where it's like the game is most definitely an evolved version of the first title, uh, but you come back to it because everything just feels so well put together and mm-hmm. it feels satisfying to play. Okay. Uh, the new heroes, Junker Queen, that girl's wicked. But she's like an offensive tank, right? Yeah, she's so cool. She's so what are, what are her abilities, actually? She has a knife with a magnet in it. Nice. If she stabs it in you and she pulls it back, you come with the knife. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then you come, you come into her shotgun and she just... yeah. Oh, so she's like Roadhog. Kind of, but she's just not as strong there. Okay. She has an axe where she just cleaves through you and gives you bleed damage. So you're just <laughs> okay. constantly losing life. Okay, right. And then her last thing is Warcry. If you're just around her, she just gives you instant health or instant armor. Cool. Sorry. And then her ultimate is a... She's like a spinning spear thing, and mm-hmm. she just flies through the enemy team and gives them all bleed. Uh, Sojourn's the girl with the railgun. Absolute nightmare to deal with. Because Every time I've seen someone play this game, it's been Sojourn destroying people and then people complaining about Sojourn. Sojourn? I feel like Sojourn is so busted, but then I don't know what I would do to nerf the character without making it feel just completely useless. Mm-hmm. She's pretty squishy though, uh, but my but the character I've been playing the most and is easily going to be my main if it's not Anna is Kiriko, the new support healer. Okay, yo, that character is cracked. The fact that she does triple damage on crit zones and tanks have gigantic crit zones. Yeah. That was one of the things where when I saw that it does triple damage, I'm yeah. like, this is going to be the character. There are certain characters in League. Where they're good at pro play, yeah. But everybody thinks that they're pro, yeah. So they use them, and yeah. Dog shit, yeah. This is. I feel like Kiriko is the, yeah. the super high skill floor Absolutely. support. Okay. So every time you run into a game and someone's playing Kiriko, chances are they're dog shit. Hell yeah. And I don't mean because they can't hit their things. It's because they forget they're a healer. Yeah, they just go for the dams, the yeah. deeps. But the what I didn't realize is Kiriko has huge healing potential. Okay. Like she can, she can't out heal Anna, but she gets pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. So when I play her, I'm mostly just healing, and the only time I I use the actual kunai is if a Genji tries to flank me or someone tries to like dive okay. me, and then at least you don't feel useless, right? And her teleport, that wow, just being able to like when you respawn and you can see the people are in a fight, yep. and, just, and then whoop. you just whip in there, or if you get booped off a of a plane, mm-hmm. you look back and you warp back so useful it it's crazy the distance too it's amazing and then her alt um where it gives you increased attack speed and Mm -hmm. reduced cool times Mm -hmm. her whatever pathway or whatever yeah her pathway is so you don't have to be in it you just have to touch it you can leave it and like how long does it last after you leave a couple seconds and you just hop back in but it's enough where it's like a big enough track so that Mm -hmm. You just basically set up in a choke, and it's fine. Yeah. Um, but it turns, yeah, with increased attack speed, her her kunais just come out so fast, and then you just start to wreck people. And then, of course, there's your teammate who who take care. Who yeah, also weren't you have, saying before, like in the beta, it was like soldier was just 
only rockets, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. it was so wild. Uh, one of the surprise characters I I ended up liking to play a lot because I played with Blaven uh, was Farah. Because with no okay. shields, Farah is a menace. Well, yeah, she just flies in the air. And she yeah, rockets all day. and nobody plays hit scan. Hell yeah, nobody plays that. Because everyone thinks they're like pro Hanzo. Yeah, or pro Genji. Of right? Uh yeah, and she, and the original pharmacy combo. It is so hard to deal with because Mercy feels so mobile now. Because mm-hmm. she has the second jump where she flies to you, but once she gets to you, she could jump again mm-hmm. and it, and it and follows momentum. Air, yeah. But she has another ability where if you jump to somebody and hold crouch, she flies straight up. Oh. So if you're with Farah and you're flying in the air, she can fly higher, higher than, than Farah and just like yeah. fall down. That's yeah. so sick. Like Mercy's the character, I think, to play if you're bad at aiming okay but you have great situational awareness nice. right um needless to say i'm having a lot of fun uh it my my only complaint is yeah that battle pass is a grind how much also okay question. it's a grind actual real question are the heroes easy to get yeah like when do you get kiriko in the battle pass oh level 55 out oh. of 80 levels out of 80 if you've played overwatch one you get her Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you're brand, like, if you're brand, brand new, yeah, 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 it's at level 55. Okay, second question. Do they say within the battle pass what happens to new champions if you don't get them during the battle pass period? No, so that's not something we'll be able to find out until the next season oh, God. in December. Because if they don't give you a way to get that character after, like, that kills competitiveness in that game <laughs> i'm sure there's going to be a way and i i can't imagine they're going to charge for it but i do believe there'll probably be something you'll probably have to do they, they hinted that if you don't have it they're going to have additional challenges after the season that you can do to okay. get the character all right what those challenges are i don't know and whether or not the time sync is going to be worth it i don't know interesting let's be real there's going to be an option to just buy them yeah because it's what it is right it's what league does um also, I got to merge my accounts. Oh yeah, how much stuff do you got? I have like everything. I have a lot of stuff. It's so it's so I was like, "Oh my god, I have gold weapons for like six heroes." Yeah, cuz you had them all on the PS4. Yeah, and then they merge your stats. I'm like, "Oh no, I have that many hours in this game." I'm a degenerate. <laughs> god damn. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was it's cool. I've been having a lot of fun. Like I'm definitely I'm ready to just play for like okay. a long ass time. I have a feeling though it's going to be like Overwatch one where instead of actually playing games, I'll just be playing this. Well, Overwatch is unfortunately a video game, so Yeah, it's a lifestyle choice. <laughs> I don't want to hear any complaints <laughs> about me playing League ever again. Yeah, but the thing is I embrace my love for Overwatch. You're like you're against the fact that you love League. Yeah, actually, yeah, nobody should play League. I, I highly recommend you don't play that's why whatever i see on discord anthony is playing league of legends i'm like what a little what bitch, a little bitch. <laughs> God damn. uh but yeah overwatch is great i'm gonna talk more once competitive comes out for well competitive is out but you can't use kiriko for the first two weeks oh that's just the overwatch okay. rule right you gotta learn her first and then yeah so I, honestly i'm just playing casual quick play um only because i want to learn all the maps because that new mode the push mm-hmm. that mode's cool i like that mode a lot it looks really sick it's really cool, but it's just God. When you're like when you die, it's so far away to come back. Yeah, don't die. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> I guess that's not. Uh, and then I watched the one anime I really wanted to check out: Mobile Suit Gundam, Witch from Mercury. Witch from Mercury. Yeah. Episode one came out. Uh, they did have a prologue episode that came out like a month ago. Mm-hmm. 
the vibe from episode one and the prologue are completely different. Like the prologue is hella dark, yeah, hella serious, hella Gundam. Mm-hmm. This is totally Bishojo. Nice, oh. hell yeah. I have a feeling a lot of fans, if they only watch the first episode, mm-hmm. that's it. Like they're gone. Like probably, and, and you're not getting them back. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, uh, but I do recommend watching at least. You, I think you should watch the prologue because it explains something in episode one that they, they kind of just gloss over. Okay. Okay. And so the setup is there's a girl, she's from Mercury and mm-hmm. she's been transferred to a new school. Uh, I forget where I want to say it's on earth or it's on Mars or somewhere in the moon. Uh, Suleta Mercury. Yeah. She gets transferred to this preppy school, whatever. Okay. And at this, it's a regular school, whatever. She gets bullied a bit, mm-hmm. whatever she has, but she's never really, you know, been to school before. So she doesn't know how to, you know, make friends or talk to people, whatnot. Yeah. And so she finds herself getting into a situation where she ends up defending like this princess chick, mm-hmm. like, uh, and because she's the hero, she has that like I I need to defend because like you shouldn't you shouldn't be oppressed by bigger bullies or whatnot. Yeah. Well, he's not a bully actually. He's um he's her fiance, <gasps> but he says shit like you should just get rid of that uniform and live in my house and do as you're told and stuff like that. Do my laundry, bitch. Yeah, and our hero is like, that's not nice. So based. Yeah, but at this school, they're like, we well, we we decide everything with duels. (laughs) 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 And you're like, wait, what? Duels? What do you mean duels? Like a sword fight? Like, no, we we bring out our Gundams. So Uh every student... Has a mobile suit. That's sick. It's like Metabots. Everybody just has one. That's awesome. And the reason I say you need to watch the prologue is because the main character has a Gundam. And it completely glosses over the fact that that Gundam is special. Yeah. And so when it comes out, you're like, why does she have this? Why is it so cool? And why is she OP as fuck? She's the main character, dude. Yeah. It is so pretty, this show. Hmm. But it's also... CG, like it is 2D CG, but does it look like shit? No. Okay, that's like fine. the first fight looks so beautiful. God damn. She, it it's great. Like it looks good. Um, if you like Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant, that's basically what this is. I do like Revolutionary like, Girl Lieutenant. <laughs> like if you watch this first episode, you'd be like, this is hella familiar. Like I know what this is. I saw a bunch of news stories uh, about the show earlier this week that mm. saying that it has like a like an LGBT storyline. Okay. Just Dude, be- are you, wait, hold on. Is this like a bigot alert? Do we need a fucking trigger warning here? No, no, no. no. Just because Okay, you know how I said they yeah. they duel. So the reason that he's her fiance is cuz they dueled for it. Okay. Right? Spoilers. She beats the fiance, so technically she's, she's the, the new fiance. Okay. And then he, and then she goes, "Oh, but I can't be. I'm a girl." And then the girl says, Oh, is that that's not normal where on Mercury? And like that's all it is. Oh. Like it's literally just they make a passing joke at it. And then That's it. The internet so bro. These kids are so desperate. Oh my god. Like that's it. Like sure the title is called The Witch and the Bride. Yeah. But like that's it. Like there's there's been no insinuation that they're gay for each other mm-hmm. or whatnot. It could be a it could be if, a thing. if later in the down the line yeah. if that happens like whatever anime does that shit all the time yeah it's definitely too early to tell yeah right who knows where it's gonna go all right uh, but yeah check out Gundam Witch from Mercury it's if you're not into the traditional serious emo boy with politics mm-hmm. give this one a whirl it's not Build Fighters and it's not G Gundam but it's its own thing and I think that makes it fun hmm hmm 
Yeah. Maybe I'll check that out. I mean, there is some underlying politics in the background, but... You would hope so. It's a Gundam show. But, like, at the moment, it's all fun. We're in school. We're hanging out. We're chilling. We're chilling. Making friends. All right. Potentially okay. banging chicks. Dude, if you're not banging chicks, what are you doing? Rubbing robots. Hell yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what you're doing. Dude, <laughs> chicks are temporary. <laughs> robots are forever. Oh, no. Let's go. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay, cool. And that was my week. I did one thing. <laughs> oh, I know. I finished um, ex- Extraordinary Attorney Woo. Oh. Uh, so I think last week I had finished three episodes wow you really fi- you just knocked that one out and i watched fi- I, there's 16 episodes in total so yeah. i watched 13 episodes wow and each episode's like an hour no i know it's a k-drama it's it's brutal um i i gotta say not like it's weird having back-to-back tv shows with edge runners oh yeah, and yeah, this yeah, yeah. where i'm just like wow i literally cannot wait to watch the next episode this is crazy like I, like I welcome would, to the rest of the world. Yeah, I would think about this show like oh no, out and about. Oh man, I'd be like what's going on? Like, I wonder what's gonna happen. Like next, episode. and the way I watched it is like I would watch like two episodes, three episodes a night, and then I'd like leave that time for me to like process what happened in this like arc, and then do whatever, and yeah. then move on to the next one. Yeah. So overall, I love this show. Oh wow, the show is actually fucking amazing. Wow. Um, but there are some things. That I really dislike, oh. which I will start with. So I'll start with the bad. Okay. And I'll end with the good. Okay. So I hate the K drama. Oh my <laughs> god. So there, there are certain things in this show um, where, but it's hella K drama. For as for as much as they want to break away from the norm with their topic. Are of you the show, wait? Hold on. Are you sure they want to break away from it, the norm? At least it seems like that way, because like. Any anytime I watch other any other K drama, I've made it in like three episodes, and I'm like, this is just the same formula, but like we can play video games in real life. Okay, yeah, right? yeah. Or like a guy from North Korea dropped on top of me, and now I'm now we're gonna start it all over again. That's a good one. I heard it. That's I heard, a good I heard one. that one's pretty good. That one's a good. I haven't one. watched it. Um, but the 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 character develop certain characters have certain development that uh. In in the same way that I complained about what's that anime movie where the two lovers switch bodies? Your name? Yeah, your name. The same reason uh, I don't like some of the characters in your name. These characters have uh, emotional swings and turns that are strictly for the development of the story and not anything within their character. There's like no build up to their change of heart mm. or for the reasonings of why they would be this way. Mm. So for example, there's one uh, male attorney on the team of three and he's known as like the tactician, right? And he starts out this whole thing. He's like, I got out of school. I'm a junior attorney. I'm trying to make a name for myself. This attorney, Wu, is a fucking autist genius and I can't compete with her law knowledge. So I got to figure out other ways to get around. Oh, is this the one who goes to the other firm? Uh well, I think he tries to. Oh, right, right, right. right so yes. what happens is like the whole show, this man is like he's kind of the the man on the inside, yeah, throwing just uh, sticks into everybody's plans, right? But near the end of the show, there's like one episode. It was just basically I've learned that every Korean piece of media has their equivalent of the beach episode. Ah, and it is the Jeju Island episode. 
<laughs> they gotta go. If they are going, <laughs> if there is an episode where they are going to Jeju Island, that is the episode that is just like the fun, very low consequences. I mean, how else are we gonna promote tourism? Exactly. Everyone's going to Okinawa. True. True. Um, and so there is the Jeju Island episode, and this character has this like complete change of heart uh in the way he like portrays himself and and like uh the way he carries himself and the explanation is because like there's no build-up it goes from like the pendulum 100 on negative and then a pendulum 100 on uh uh, positive Mm. and there's like no build-up for in between and there's a couple characters who have that really like just lack of development like there's no flow through the jeju island episodes are two episodes they could have cut that down to one because the storyline is kind of whatever there and they could have used that time to build up these this character development and it would have been totally fine but they were just like nah we gotta show off the tourism of korea so he's good now so that kind of sucks yeah um and then i can i i i this is a this is a me problem okay I know exactly the type of beats that they are trying to hit yeah. and the emotions that they are trying to pull when they hit certain romance sections. Of course. Right? Uh, like Just like soft piano over some light strings and like a soft female voice doing whatever she yeah, says yeah, yeah. in Korean. I like it. During the emo- they put the bl- they put like the bloom on uh, over the portraits to like during the really emotional scenes. Yeah. And I'm like, I know exactly what you're doing and I'm still falling for it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> and, and, and I totally, I, I've like come to the realization of like why kind of just like women in general like these type of shows. But you like it. I like this one. This one's really good. Yeah. Um, But it creates this like super idealized version of romance from the female's perspective. What are you talking about? This is how all romance works. <laughs> Yeah, what are your relationships like? Because mine are identical to these. Damn, shows. that's crazy. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> hook me up, right? It's always like, it's like the hottest guy in the firm uh, likes the quirky whatever. Yeah, and then, but like she breaks up with him, and like, oh my god, what could happen? But then, not to be outdone, uh, he fights for her love and like does whatever, and like it's so, it, it's so stereotypical yeah but how can you say that because you love shonen it's the same shit yeah, but that's realistic oh all right God. okay that's that's so that's cool all right and, and yeah that, I, I get it this is this is shonen like this is this is that this is shonen for ladies yeah. right but like i'm i'm starting to like figure out the formula because I've, I've now watched enough okay to where i'm like i'm, like, I'm seeing the strings yeah now and i i didn't see them before yeah um but the, but the positives about this show is their a their portrayal of disabled autism and disabled people in general in regular day life it coming from a korean perspective like i said last time in a very conservative country um and then also just the the crime aspect like they have super interesting cases Mm. that also parallel the stories that the side char- that the characters are having within their own personal lives, mm. and then you get this like nice little kind of wrap up. Mm. It, the the episode always follows the structure of new case. There's a problem in the new case. We have an experience. The main character has an epiphany moment, and then we we bring it up and we wrap it up in a way that both wraps up the problems that the characters are currently 
experiencing the show and that mirrors the problems in the case. Yep. And you could say that that is a very cookie cutter and kind of boring way to do it. But I think each case is so interesting that I've never had an issue with it kind of being the same formula every time. Okay. Um, the way they treat uh, attorney Wu in general, it, they, they tackle a lot of tough questions in terms of like, yes, she is autistic, but she is an adult with a professional job and like at what level do you give her leeway for her actions and at what level do you tell her that it's not appropriate within certain everyday life are you giving someone unfair chances because they're disabled subconsciously uh and one of my favorite episodes uh it was episode 10 it specifically dealt with a uh woman who had like a intelligence disability so i think she had like sub 90 iq i think but she had a relationship with someone who was regularly developed and the mother said that they caught them having sex and she said it was quasi rape of a disabled person oh right and it brings up this like really hard morality question of like should we allow disabled people to the should we allow the disabled people the ability to make certain mistakes that normal people would make right mm. like no <laughs> well, well that's like the that's the general social yeah, consensus yeah, yeah. right because people who are kind of mentally handicapped like that they are especially vulnerable to malicious people yeah uh, but in this case they they make it they they set it up as like this guy's kind of like in a gray area and and also it does seem like they do have some sort of mutual love for each other but can that love, even though it's valid between the two people, can it exist within a society that protects disabled people like we do? And the show brings up a lot of these like hard-hitting morality questions when it comes to <clears throat> disabled people in everyday life. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Do they ever fail to answer the question because... Uh, mm. Because a... I don't want to say a third party, but because forces beyond their control abruptly end the situation uh that's kind of what happens in that episode 10 where um the disabled like slight spoilers yeah the disabled girl comes up to the attorneys outside of mm. uh the court section and says like please don't put him in jail i actually love him my mom she hates men and when she saw that she told me to tell the police that he uh, raped me okay right and the way that trial ends is in a specific way okay and you're kind of like, huh? And there are a couple episodes as well where I think there was one, it was like a camp episode where a kid or a, an adult, he helps run a, a, like a summer camp for kids where instead of taking to the, to this education academy, he just hijacks the bus, takes them to the woods. And then they just like play hopscotch and yeah. bake potatoes, but he kidnapped children. Yep. And the ending of that episode is like, you don't know what happened to that guy. Right. And you're kind of left with the moral ambiguity of like, is society just because society accepts something doesn't mean that it's good for them or is it <laughs> right? They, they, they bring up a lot of hard topics, which I did not expect <laughs> at all out of this show. I kind of expected some light crime drama followed by a bunch of romance, but they, they lean into it. I think the show like really comes into its own, like maybe after like four or five episodes and yeah, they, they swing for the fences and they hit it every time. So, yeah, because I think the only episode I've seen, or not, but the only case that I, I'm aware of, is I think there's like a guy and he has a wife. 
um, and he wins a case, but then he's trying to divorce his wife. Yeah. yeah. But that ends with a... That, that's that's <laughs> a K-drama ending, yeah. and I hated that. I was like, oh, that's how they're going to solve it, huh? Because that whole scenario yeah. was so great, and it was so like just like mentally tasking. Yeah. And then they're just like, nah, boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, karma's a bitch. Okay. Th- that, that episode is not... Um, I guess what's the thing? What's the word I'm looking for? Indicative. It's not indicative of the rest of the series. Okay. Uh, that one really sucked. That one really <laughs> felt like they wrote themselves into a corner and they didn't know what to do. Um, but I would highly recommend this show. I, 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 I'll admit I don't watch a lot of television. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, but to me, this is a show that deals with um, like autism and certain mental disabilities in a very opaque like not opaque opaque clear like yeah okay in in a very direct way um that other i've never seen other shows do where usually they kind of like skirt around it and just or they they categorize the disabled person as unfortunate yeah right and it is fair to say that like wu young wu the main character she she kind of does have a superpower right they put her into like the rain man category but for law and she can like encyclopedic knowledge through her brain exact articles and lines yeah of laws and stuff my favorite is the fake wind that happens when this when she decides to use her powers she's it's indoors wind blows her hair and oh like, yeah <laughs> those i kind of like that shit it's pretty funny like, yeah oh <laughs> and it plays like the whale sounds yeah. and stuff i kind of i, I kind of dig it um but yeah they, they they go into so many different directions of not just her personal life but her family life and like stuff other people trying to manipulate her with like actually good opportunities but it's to their own end and they're still using disabled people Mm. to further their career it's 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 really good minus like if you don't like k-dramas kind of like for the same reason i would say still watch it it's not that egregious um you can there's enough good in there for you to get over like whatever random fucking made up drama moments are in there yeah but i the show is is extraordinary it's really good wow (laughs) <laughs> wow yeah. just had to think that one in there huh yeah I, I i would highly highly recommend i think if i if i didn't like cyberpunk as much as i do um i would this yeah would be i was like gonna say show good luck yeah. good luck because this show like the the story progressions it's like the antithesis of cyberpunk oh absolutely yeah where it starts out on this like high thing and then he's like going just like to the depths of hell pretty much the whole episode this is like you start off low and then you end on like this really nice everything's tied up with a bow happy ending type thing like they're complete opposites on a graph yeah for sure cool but it was it's great i I can see why i think this was like the final episode is one of the i think the most watched television show in korean history or something really yeah there's some crazy stat on it wow Um, yeah i would have never guessed but it's good Extraordinary attorney. Extraordinary attorney. Woo. Woo. I wonder if I can find that stat. Uh, percentage one. It's not on the Wikipedia. Whatever. All right. Oh, well. Time to watch Boys Over Flowers. I I finished that one already. I know you did. I just don't want to talk about it. I know. <laughs> I know. That one. You should be ashamed of yourself. Dude, that one. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> everything you just said yeah. is that show. So here's here's the thing with <laughs> yeah. Boys Over Flowers. No, no, All no. Right? There's no excuse. The thing with Boys Over Flowers is that show leans into the j- uh, the junk so hard that it becomes good again. Uh-huh. I will never say that that show is good. I will say that that show is fun. 
That is like mm-hmm. that is that is the G Gundam of <laughs> Korean drama. Dude, that's an insult. G Gundam. <laughs> the, that's the Fast Nine <laughs> of K dramas. Wow. It leans into itself so hard that it loops back around and becomes funny. It's like watching The Room. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so bad it's good. All right, all right. Now that's a show. <laughs> Dang. Well, before we go, we do have a question to chew on. Hell yeah. Paul Chu does write in. So Cyberpunk seems to be the most mainstream slash best PC master race example. Exactly. All of the console release bugs really got a lot of console diehards to take a step back and look at how much better the game was on PC. Mm -hmm. What would you say are the manga master race titles? Bro, that's easy. I cannot answer any of these. I I can give you the number one version of this like answer for this question okay is it one piece it's berserk oh i guess that's fair berserk has only ever had dog shit adaptations (laughs) what the first anime wasn't so bad absolute dog shit adaptation okay no the first one is okay this one's all right first one's okay but everything beyond that one okay is fucking trash Mm. and i will say that berserk is like Hall of Fame category yeah. for, for manga. That yeah. shit is insane. I think most people would agree with that. Yeah. I, th- I, you know, I think everyone would agree with that. I, that's so crazy that they fucked that up every single time. <gasps> it was just too easy. I think some other ones would probably... I, more recently, for me, it's Blue Period and um, Kengon Omega. Okay. Or, wait, Kengon Asura. The, oh, okay. the, the two animes on the nef- Netflix shows. Um... Anything past season one of One Punch Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about One Piece? One Piece is just, that's 11 out of 10 wherever you watch it. Wow. That's fine. That's bold words. Dude, you should watch some of the the new episodes. It's like a movie level animation. Yeah, I'd have to watch like 700 prior episodes. Just go watch the clip on Crunchyroll's YouTube channel. (laughs) Don't be crazy. Dude, what? Um,. There's, I, can't, I think Chainsaw Man's gonna be good. Ooh, but do you think it's gonna be better than the manga? It might be. I think I don't. I don't know. It doesn't look like they're gonna censor anything. So, okay. There's some. There's some rough stuff in there. So we'll, okay. we'll, we'll see. Um, I as mu- as as good as Jujutsu Kaisen looks, I still like the messy art style of the anime better. And this is not necessarily, or sorry, of the of the manga better. Okay. And this is not necessarily a quality issue. It's a style issue. Yeah where his art is very it's very messy and and the way he lines certain things in the manga uh is something i don't know if they've been able to capture one-to-one to to the anime Mm. uh there's also the opposite examples yeah like the great teacher onizuka anime is much better than the manga Mm. the what's oh what's that other one fuck i don't know uh god i can't remember right now there was another there was another example i had of like Oh, I think the initial D anime is better than the manga. The dub. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that one's tough. Because I don't know if the early stages are better than the manga. For I don't know. For some reason, like, when they use those, like, kind of shitty 3D models. That's the worst part. But I, I think it stylistically matches the, the manga. Because if you look at characters in initial D 
they're not well drawn, <laughs> right? Yeah, but, but dr- like the draws have the 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 cars, the drawing, the but, cars look so out of place in that world that translating that the car is a three D model and it looks out of place in the anime. I think that's fantastic. I see what you're saying, but in the manga, I don't have to see the cars move. Fair, and it just looks better. Fair, you you can just imagine, <laughs> yeah. Because watching those cars move in the first few stages is like watching a bar of soap <laughs> just move around a bathtub. It's awful. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, what about what do you, what do you think in your mind? Because you don't read a lot of manga, or you don't read any. Yeah. But like, what do you think of an anime that probably possibly couldn't be better in manga format? That couldn't be better yeah. in manga format. I don't know because like a lot of my favorite anime are just anime originals. Well, a lot of those get manga adaptations after yeah, the fact, and right? and no one hears about them. Exactly. Like, Gurren Logan has a manga adaptation. I know it does, and, and nobody knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now they do. Uh, yeah, like a lot of Gundam, right? There's no manga for that. Yeah. Um, do you think that the origin anime could is better, or could be possibly better than the origin manga that came out? Like Gundam the Origin? Um, That's, like, that's tough, because like, I think they both have their place, but mm-hmm. I think I, I prefer the anime. Okay. Yeah, I prefer the anime. I don't know. There's a there's a lot, but like I can't think of a a mainstream. Like, what's the biggest mainstream thing where people pulled back the curtain and were like, "Oh shit, the manga's better." Hmm. Bleach. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I think currently it's Naruto. I think there's a lot of like newer gen kids who are ge- like Gen Z kids who are getting into anime and manga for the first time, yeah. and they'll watch original Naruto and they'll be like the fuck is this like every yeah. other episode's a filler episode yeah this looks like shit and then they'll read the manga and they're like this is just quality from the jump baby okay so so i'm pretty sure the dragon ball z manga can't be better Ooh, it can't be better it, it can't, can't be better it can't i don't think it yeah. cannot be better that's actually surprisingly one i've i've never read yeah. i think i've read some of um you know, no, super you, you have not read it no. yeah i've read some of super yeah but in my mind Nuh-uh. Dragon Ball is an anime exclusive. Absolutely, that's an anime original. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! <laughs> huh? Interesting. Yeah, that's probably the one I'm thinking of the most. Hmm. Speaking of dubs, have you watched the boys' Japanese dub? No, bro, that's a vibe. God damn, you gotta check that out. Okay, right. audience, look for some clips. It's great. But yeah, initial D dub better than the sub. <sighs> just so you know. Stop. Stop. <laughs> what? Stop with the lies. You're always telling me to watch dubs, all right? And I watched one and it was good. When have I ever said to watch a dub? Dude, you're always telling me. What? Stop being such a weeb, Anthony. Watch some dubs. No, I don't say that. Okay. I say you are such a weeb. Stop reading. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Yeah. Oh, also, probably, sorry, last one. Okay. Probably like every Baki season. I think the Baki seasons aren't bad. But they're not as good as the manga. I don't think Baki's big enough for people to care. It's, that's probably why. All right, because the anime's not up to par. Yeah, I think I think the one most people know about is Munch, One Punch Man. Yeah, like that's the one. And going from season one to season two is brutal. Bar- Baroka, Baroka. What about okay? What about Attack on Titan? AOT's been pretty quality. Yeah, but that last season when they went to Mappa, like I I found I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Was Mappa the Levi fight or no? Uh no, Mappa's where it's it's time skip. Yeah, uh, that's hard. That's yeah. hard. That's hard. Okay, what about Demon Slayer? That's also hard. Oh, oh, that's also really hard. 
Yeah. Because the visualizations, like that's an episode, or that's a series where the CG actually matters. Matters. Yeah, it does. And the the lighting effects they get off of like the 3D shit in yep. there is so sick. Mm. But the manga is also so sick. Mm. Um, I would say maybe post, like MAPPA AOT is worse than the manga. Worse enough where you'd be like, okay, don't bother watching? No. Okay. That's all I needed to know. No. But like the the way that man draws that final arc is insane. Yeah. It's like almost like it's almost berserk levels of detail. It's mm. pretty sick. Okay. Recommend at least looking at it. All right. Cool, cool. Well, that's it from us then. Yeah. Thanks for the question, Paul. And thank you, listener, for listening. If you want to hear more about Overwatch 2, you can tune in next week. We'll talk about Overwatch <laughs> oh, 2. No. If you don't want to hear about Overwatch 2, too fucking bad. bad. Bye. <laughs>